Everyman Podcast. It's all right. Daryl right. Campbell. How are you, brother? What's going on, brother Jay, man? Another uh, day. Another day. Every, every way. Another, every man, baby. Another day, another podcast. Um, <laughs> as you can hear, we have uh, some new podcasting equipment here to uh, increase the tonality of the Everyman Podcast, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. So that's, uh, that's, that's why we're coming at you a little hot today. Um, hot. Coming at you hot from the Everyman Podcast. Hot. So what's going on in your world, Mr. Campbell? Well, I always like to talk about what I'm doing currently and currently. I'm just doing Everyman things. Working, doing my 9 to 5 here at NFL Films, trying to get some stuff together for uh, NFL Game Pass, you know, some shows. I mean, sometimes you just cut shows by yourself. Who knew? <laughs> so Sometimes it only takes one man. Sometimes it only takes one man, and that's it. Even if the job description calls for multiple people on the project, sometimes the <laughs> every man has to answer the call, and that's what we're all about. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah, One man in his beard. That's it. And <laughs> One a, man in his beard. And a very nice Cleveland Browns NFL equipment tanked uh, polo sometimes shirt. Very, come in with the dog pound with you sometimes. You need that. Yeah, yep. Woke up feeling dangerous, clearly. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, shout out to our boy Baker Mayfield. So, Baker. So today we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple of uh, things that are happening in our world and what we've been up to, um, and uh, what's coming up in, our, in the next couple of weeks for the Everyman Podcast Gang. Um, mm-hmm. Right off the bat, I wanna I wanna talk about something that's pretty pretty hot uh, on the internet this weekend, which was uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer that that released. Oof. So. Um, I'm a huge Sonic fan. Sega Genesis was one of my early uh, first video game console experiences as a child. And uh, I grew up with a huge attachment to Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'm one of those people that stuck with them, you know, through all the Dreamcast era and the Sonic Adventures on GameCube and, you know, the uh, up to up till current Sonic Mania. So for me, I was pretty excited. What about you, Daryl? Well, I mean... You know, Sonic is near and dear to my heart. I think as to everyone out there who grew up, uh, who were '80s babies and up, and just about everyone. I just, for me, Sonic was especially when you hear that ring sound, right? Oh yeah. When you when God, you hear yeah. the sound of the rings being collected, and you know, especially once you got to like Sonic Two or Sonic Three or Sonic and Knuckles, and you had the uh, the opportunity to go supersonic and you went golden and you just start flying and zipping across the stage. You just, Incredible. there's just something about that just made you your inside smile. I well, love it. And, and back in that, in that era of video gaming, you know, you're coming off of the eight bit console with the NES and everybody in the world fell in love with Mario. And that was like my first experience with a video game was Mario. And then, uh, the 16 bit generation came out, which of course was super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, and there's a few others there. Turbo Graphics, and um, oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, what was it Jaguar? Um, you had the Atari Jaguar. You had well, the older, older ones like the ColecoVision and all the oh yeah, Atari way back, yeah, series. Yeah. Oh, way, way back. But but Sonic in the 16-bit on Sega Genesis when that launched, that was the first time you'd kind of seen speed like that on a game. Um, oh yeah, and it was like this cr- like crazy exciting platformer, but it had like the speed of a racer. And um, oh, yeah. it was just, it was super exciting. And I remember spending, you know, hundreds of hours as a kid on, on <laughs> Sonic and Sonic uh, 2 with Tails. But the trailer, they've been talking about this movie 
coming out for a while, and I'd been trying to figure out how the hell they were going to make a movie out of Sonic, and and it seems like they're doing like a real world approach to it, which is interesting, Mm kind of like how they did with like the Transformers movies. Of course. Where Sonic is uh, some sort of alien creature. Mm Mm-hmm. And there, I don't know if he's necessarily a hedgehog anymore. I, I that confused me. But uh, Jim Carrey is Doctor Robotnik, although they didn't say mm-hmm. if his name is Doctor Robotnik. So they might or be, Eggman or they're, Eggman because like they rebranded him. That. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but he looks cool as yeah, it he does. Um, but that that design, uh, it it showed some some areas of improvement. Uh, so they they actually bowed to the fans for once, mm-hmm. and uh, people kind of had a. A bit of a freak out and they're yeah, gonna redesign they Sonic. Well, I think I think it was it was rightfully so. I mean, we talked about this before, Brother Jay. I would have seen it regardless of oh, yeah. if he came out smoking crack, was in, you know, uh the, the back wall. Like it would have just it would have just been awesome. I would have definitely been there. Sonic um, the crackhead. Yeah, we we don't want to we don't want Sonic to be a crackhead, but no. I would have seen it even if he was. Oh yeah, um, me too. Uh, but but I think even toward the end of that trailer, which was cool, was and maybe, you know, maybe like toward the end of the movie, you know, they 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 give you the spoilers, little bits and pieces. Uh, Jim Carrey looked exactly like Doctor yeah. Robot from the video game, and so that was like you know it's kind of kudos to the uh, the homage homage there to uh, Sonic and Botnik. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, the fact that they've showed they're willing to listen to the fans and that they're actually engaging with the fans because it is a property that's kind of been ignored the last couple of years uh, with, right. with new content. So like there are the fans that are there are the ones that have been there the whole time, which is is very cool to see. And uh, you know, I got you got this is a big a big movie summer for me uh, as a as an adult man baby because you've got you know Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. which is out. Um, oh my god! Which I'm planning on Didn't going to see. Didn't that launch like last week? Yeah, I think when, it just came out. out. Yeah, it's getting great Jeez. reviews. So I, I got plans to go see that this weekend. And uh, then, of course, you know, Sonic is coming. Um, it's it's a big it's a big time for movies, and uh, which leads me to my next uh, point is I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about your thoughts on uh, Avengers Endgame. Well, before and I, and I got to ask you this question before we go to Endgame. Mm-hmm. Who is because you, you said you're going to be all about Detective Pikachu? Oh God! Who is your favorite, or I should say, who slash what is your favorite Pokemon? Oh, that's I mean that's really it's a no brainer for me, but it's also yeah. extremely difficult question because it depends on, <laughs> you know, if I had to pick one Pokemon to be my ride or die and to like, I'll give you, I'll give you two, give you two, okay, give you two. two. So that's going to be Charizard number one overall because. First of all, you've got a like a seven to eleven foot tall dinosaur dragon that breathes fire, but has the strength of like several large, you know, Sasquatch type creatures. Like he's a monster, and he breathes fire and flies. So like he can do flamethrower, but he can also fly you up into outer space nearly, and then crash you down to Earth. Really fuck your day up. Um, so he would, he would be my first pick and then I would have to go with Mewtwo, uh, as my second because, and Mewtwo is like kind of an easy one to pick, you know, he's Mewtwo, but he's, first of all, he's got psychic ability. He's got the powers, uh, of like all the Pokemon combined and, um, there's only one and he's, you know, he can kind of speak English too, which would be sick because, you know, we could kind of we could strategize and 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 plan our attack as opposed to me kind of just having to, 
make motions towards Charizard and him rely on his dragon instincts. So I think I think Mewtwo would be a, would be an easy pick. Uh, Charizard would be an easy pick. And the cool thing about that movie is it appears as though uh, they're they're both in that, which is which is sick. Um, so yeah, I mean I've been playing Pokemon since 1996 when that when that first uh, came out to the states and still play it. Got it on the Switch. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna my my actual uh, two faves are uh, Pikachu mm. um, pre pre Raichu evolution, um, namely the nobody way nobody likes Ash, Raichu. Uh, well, here's the thing. It's I if if Ash was if Ash ever evolved Pikachu to a Raichu, then everybody would love Raichu because Ash actually cared about Pikachu to get him to um tra- to tra- train him in the ways of speed as well as power so that when he hits that Raichu form, he'd just be an absolute beast and then you know, it, it, it would probably you'd probably be like, "Hey, how's this your second favorite?" I like Jigglypuff. Really? Go out I, I like Jigglypuff. There's something about, you know, a small, round, star-like creature that can inflate himself and uh, attack and make you sing lullabies. There's something about that that just screams me. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it is kind of romantic. So it does. Yeah, it matches. That definitely <laughs> matches the the. I like that, and you know, honorable mention. Uh, you know, you get you, Machamp. I mean, come on, the guys. Yeah. He's yep. basically a, a humanoid kickboxer. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love you know, it's kind of weird when you start thinking about Pokemon. Is like if you start if if you start thinking about the whole universe and and you right. go like, okay, so some of these some of these Pokemon are like equal to the people. Some of mm. them are eaten by the people. Right. And then some of them are basically forced to fight until death right but they never are allowed to die or some constantly. of them are actual like deities like legendary pokemon and stuff like that so it's like you got the celestial <laughs> all the way down to the, like the slaves right like what the fuck kind of what is going on here and like because like so <laughs> if like they're eat, if like and then i start thinking like every time they show them like eating what looks like a pork chop like is that what pokemon is that you know what i mean like do they have a hierarchy like well well the lower pokemon we eat or they not the same thing do they like because they don't it kind of seems like all the creatures in that universe are pokemon they don't have like chickens and pokemon it's like is that chicken or a piece of squirtle meat i don't know you just (laughs) exactly i mean mean. exactly it's it's really confusing and and the whole the whole slavery aspect of it and the eternal damnation it's just really Uh, it's brutal i just i just can't think of like pokemon as a delicacy man it's something about that's just plain wrong well you know i mean it is Uh, would you okay (laughs) you would you to survive would you eat would you eat a squirtle? Would you eat a oh, Pokemon? Oh, yeah. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Would- I mean, it's a turtle. Because, <laughs> see, the other way, you, you got to think about it as, like, they're turtles in that universe, you know? So maybe, right. like, it is the equivalent to a turtle. It's just their turtles have water j- jets and they can fight. They're fighting turtles. Right. They're fighting turtles. Not Ninja Turtles. No. Like other universes. Yeah. They're, they're, right they're like, like, <laughs> like cock-fighting turtles, kind of. Not mutagen infused turtles with ninja skills trained by a rat underneath the sewer. Not that, but <laughs> it's it, it's you know when you really when you really start to analyze the Pokemon uh, system, it's it 
brings a lot of questions and it just makes me happy that it's lasted this long and it's not just a fad because I remember, you know, my shout out to my mom waiting out in line for Pokemon Yellow for me, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, many other Pokemon titles over the years and my own, you know, still to this day, still going, picking them up. So it's got to be, it's got to be worth something. And, uh, you know, you put Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Pikachu. Come on. Oh, dude. Come, Come on. on. Velvety. Yeah, he's the original velvety tones. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know we digress a little bit, guys. Um, on to uh, Marvel Endgame, right? Yes. So I'm I'm not one to 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 throw out spoilers. I don't I don't want to do that to you, but I have seen it twice because it is that good. And um, upon each of those, I, I, I will have to warn you. This is the only thing I'm going to let you know is that the feels are so real in this movie um go in with an open mind and an open marvel heart because you are going to be blessed with the best marvel avengers franchise tagged movie you've ever seen it is absolutely wonderful that's that's all i can really say to you yeah did it live up to the uh, the hype and the expectations that you had for it i want it probably exceeded those. I went in with with the mindset that it was going to one be this grandiose title, but also, you know, uh, tie you know tie the knot to a bunch of different open you know plot holes that were kind of rolling over the last ten or twelve years or so with all of these movies coming you know together. Uh, but the but the the gigantic amalgamation of it all made absolute sense after this one. I mean, it, it was there was fan service in here. There there were. You know some some um, some shout outs, and they paid homage to some of the earlier videos, to some other characters. Um, no question marks when I got out of the theater. It was just all love. It was it was amazing. Well, the one thing to keep in mind, you know, put in context with the timeline, is that this all starts with the first Iron Man movie, which was in two thousand eight, which is the same summer that Batman Begins came out. You know, and like that's when I graduated high school that year. And mm-hmm. it's like crazy that one, I can't think of another franchise that, that carried an arc this long chronologically. Yeah. Um, and just, I mean, there's other series, you know, James Bond, there's like, you know, 20 something films or whatever, but I mean, the amount of storytelling and uh, the, the way they were able to connect that and bring these characters to life for a modern day audience, I think is just yeah. really mind boggling that uh, they were able to pull it off. So, uh, like and, I like I said, I still haven't seen it yet, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And big ups to the producers and all the graphic designers, the CG effect artists. I mean, it, it what they were able to accomplish in this movie, honestly, just kind of. And and you'll see some of the effects that you uh, some of these effects in this movie were frequented in the previous ones, but they had some new bells and whistles with some stuff that actually blew my wig back. And I don't even have hair, yeah. So that's, um, like, that's tough to do. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. Wow. Yeah, I I, uh, I think uh, like I said, it's it's impressive that they were able to to keep it together and also bring a lot of new characters to mainstream culture, like the Guardians mm-hmm. um, and oh, yeah. you know some of the auxiliary Spider-Man characters that they've introduced. Um, uh, you know, the next one up is is Spider-Man, right? That's the next one coming up. Far from Home, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah, that's, that'll be the next one. Yeah, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Gotta love the Marvel boys. That's what happens when I guess, gotta love it when you know Disney Disney uh, comes in and takes over things. Now, <laughs> now, now they've got they got the princesses 
They've got Star Wars. They've got Marvel. Mm-hmm. Come on. We're, we're, they've got we're, bank. They've got billions. Yeah. They've got money. They got trillies. They got that trilly. Trillies. Yeah. Um. In in other news, um, we the at the Everyman Podcast, we've been working on uh, some new concepts and new platforms that uh, that we're going to be rolling out over the course of the next six months or so. Um, the the first of which we'll be announcing here really soon in the coming weeks. Uh, but today I'm I'm excited to announce that we have created a Discord server, um, which you can you can get the link to uh, at our Twitter, which is uh, at Podcast Everyman, uh, and also on our Facebook by searching the Everyman Podcast. And the Discord is going to be kind of like home base for for the Everyman Podcast. Join the Discord. Yes, join the Discord, and uh, that's where we're going to be doing. Uh, you know, talk to talk to our guests, uh, announce who's going to be on the show, uh, give you guys opportunities to submit questions to, to some of the guests we have coming up. And trust me, you're going to want to ask some of these guys some questions because we got some NFL legends, legit NFL legends, um, you know, music guys at the top of their game in the industry. Um, and and really, what we're trying to do here is we're, we want to build a community of of like minded, positive individuals that are working hard and be bouncing these things off of each other uh, and exposing each other to great ideas. So when you're looking for that little bit of positive feedback or some positive reinforcement, hop into the discord and you can send a message to myself or Daryl and, you know, we'll be right there, right back at you. And uh, that's, that's the kind of system we, you know, and, and network we want to develop here. So again, check out our Twitter and uh, you can, you can hit the link there to join the discord and uh, eventually we'll be doing some live uh, streams separate from our normal podcasts uh, that you'll be able to access exclusively through Discord. Absolutely. Love it. Taking, Love it. taking any and every angle, the everyman way. That's what it's all about, man. If, if you can burrow underneath it, if you can jump over the top of it, if you can phase through it like a superhero, that's, that's what we're going to do. The everyman. Every way, every day can't beat it can't stop it it simply must be done um Has to. It, it reminds me of a similar situation i found myself in this weekend uh i am a barbecue addict yes you are and i have a tendency to get into new new ideas new things and then uh spend as much time as possible on them and master them or, or so i think uh, mm -hmm. in, a, in a pretty quick amount of time. And then I like to move on to other things. So there's a lot of things I've learned over the years. Um, bowling. I got pretty good at bowling for a while. Um, nice. uh, brief, you know, right now sneakers I've always been into, but you know, there's a period I got really into, you know, certain shoes. Uh, lately my newest thing has been, you know, last summer I got into grilling with a propane grill. And then this, mm -hmm. this season, uh, my girlfriend, uh, got me a beautiful pellet, uh, smoker. There you go. So what a pellet smoker is for, for anybody out there that's interested is a barbecue grill that you use to smoke or slow cook large cuts of meat with wood pellets. Um, and it's a long process and it's like, it's, it's the full, like if you're looking for the longest, most inconvenient way to make your own food and eat it, mm -hmm. this is the way for you. Um, but it's also extremely rewarding in the uh, fact that you're learning new things, you're creating delicious food, and it's super healthy because you're just basically slow cooking, you know, meat over fire. Who doesn't like dead animals? 
Well, not I mean the Everyman Crew. That's we certainly do. Yes, we do. So th- this this past weekend we uh, we had a little a little barbecue celebration in honor of uh, in honor of a couple things. One uh, it was the Star Wars Day. May May the Fourth be with you all. I hope you all had a good mm-hmm. one. And uh, Cinco de Mayo. So um, we we got ourselves a uh, ten and a half pound brisket. And I woke up at well. Let me start from the beginning. So seven p.m. Friday night. Yeah. I'm uh, trimming and seasoning and wrapping the brisket. There you go. Because you want to you want to wrap that bad boy up, get all those spices deep into the tissue. You know what I mean? Deep, deep into the the welds of the tissue. Into the sinew and the, the fibers. Sinew. So that's it. Seven p.m. in the fridge. Bang. Mm-hmm. 3.30 a.m., wake up. It's brisket time. Brisket time. Get the fire going. Get it to going, a, you know, a nice 165 degrees. It's 3.40 in the morning. My dog, Young Rhodes, is staring at me like, Rhodes. what are we doing up? Why are we... Rhodey. Why are we awake right now? This is not... This doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, so, brisket goes on the thing, and then, I, and then I'm just staying up every hour going and checking on it. Now... You can get a lot of shit done when you wake up early and then you, you, you pass out for 20 minutes, wake back up, you do 20 minutes. You know, I'm getting laundry done. Um, right. I'm cleaning shit up. You know, I'm, Holding socks. Dude, come on. The whole bit. I'm like putting them, organizing them, <laughs> everything. You know, yeah. drink, making coffee, you know, setting up this podcast equipment. So 16 hours later, we're, we're eating the brisket. And mm. about nine people... Uh, polished off, uh, you know, nearly eleven pounds of brisket. There was not a not a uh, a, a tip left, and uh, <laughs> we went through like you know two trays of cornbread, a tray of mac and cheese. It was just it was quite a quite the extravagant barbecue, and we had we had a great time. But but really, the most amazing thing is that when properly motivated, I can definitely get up at three thirty in the morning to. Uh, you know, smoke a brisket for 15 hours, and then in between that Shit, 15 hours, you gotta, you know, you gotta take it off. You gotta cut it so you separate the mm-hmm. point and the and the uh, flat, so that way you can make your burnt ends. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you gotta wrap it. You gotta reseason it. I mean, it's you gotta monitor the temperatures. I got a Wi-Fi camera on the smoker, watching it from you know from the compound. Have uh, to be prepared. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna let that shit happen to me. It's not gonna go out on my watch. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> so keep an eye out for for you know a lot of everyman uh, rib reports over the summer, and um, you know we've really really been enjoying the the uh, the bountiful gifts of the barbecue, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a sweet treat. So uh, that's that's my that's my spiel on barbecue. Um, <laughs> so you got bowling, yep. you got um, uh, barbecue, an affinity for swag, and then yeah. you have slow cooked pipe. Yep. Barbecue video morsels. games. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, that's it. I'm all over the place. And, uh, yeah. you know, spend a lot of time playing Mortal Kombat, waiting for the brisket oh, yeah. to be done. You know, um, why wouldn't you? Dude, working on fatalities. Come on. Ugh. They're so Get great. It. They're so great. Get it. I got I got eviscerated by this new character, Chronica. Um, mm. Her fatality. Basically, she like rips you in half, puts you back right. together because she's like the master of time. Right. Rewinds, puts you back together, then rips you in half the other way. Rewinds, puts you back, just over and over and over again. It's pretty just sick. Continually, it's it's like you know being in Hades or something. Just you just continually see 
the worst thing happen to you yeah. all the time. Forever, basically. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. But, uh, you know, what can I say? I, I love that game. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Man, well, that's... I, I wish I wish my um, I, I wish I, I could have been, you know, eating mass quantities the way you were this weekend. My uh, my Friday started with, uh, I want to say, a little hanging out with my broskies here in the IT department, NFL films. And uh, we uh, got back to some good old Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, me, myself, I'm a 350, 60 pound, seven foot, half orc, half human uh, dynamo. I basically destroy everything. Um, and I do it with style and uh, all my guys, uh, Joey Quagliro. Let me get that right. Joey Quagliro um, is uh, his name is Aldrich. He is a dwarf cleric. And he can basically um, rain heaven light rays upon you. Well, I should say light rays down from heaven and just decimate you. Um, Dane Styles, whose character name is simple. It's just Hank. But Hank is a dragonborn monk that will literally fuck you up. That's just what he will do. That's just, I'm, I'm so being he's like honest. A, like a Charizard monk almost. Oh my god. He'll just destroy you. Um, Jesse Bonham, his name is Draco. He is a dragonborn sorcerer. And um, yeah, he can just uh, implode you from the inside out. I, I, I guess it's essentially do what Kronka does, you know, kind of rewind a little time and make some stuff happen for you. Time, time and, rewind uh, and eviscerate. Oh, yeah, he can do that. And then um, we have our DM who, uh, because I missed the last couple sorties, I had to hang out with the IT guys to do this one because our DM likes to pull things from the very top of his colon, monsters, mind you, out of the tip of his butt cheeks and mess with us. That's what he does. Like, he literally gets elbow deep in there, reaches on the top rung, and pulls out a phase spider that has, you know, some tendencies that can only be to akin to uh short bus material and it's wow. very hard to destroy you that's like it like it's it's hard to destroy these types of monsters that he brings it's like he's in, he's cre- he's creating an uh, like a, a invincible uh shit oh, yeah. demon basically yeah and, and and like their their powers are crazy it's like have rainbows that can just take half of your hp it's just it's nuts man it's, it's crazy he's very creative but like sometimes we're just like mo what are you doing bro like what are you doing? Um, and then after that, uh, we played from, I want to say, what, 5 p.m. Uh, Friday to 11. And then we went to go see uh, Marvel Endgame for a second time. So my, that's my a day, full day of nerdery. Oh, a full day into the next one. Wow. That's, that's what that's what every man do, man. Well, we nerd out sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's nerding out over a large cut of beef. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's nerding out over a D&D campaign. As long yeah. as you're doing it. With your homies and you're having fun, that's the everyman way. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. There's no, there's no way about it. Um, I, so I wanted to talk about a couple other uh, little business items here. So obviously we've been talking about our t-shirts, which are available now. Uh, you can pick those up uh, via our uh, Twitter or Facebook or now on our Discord as well. Uh, so you can just reach out to us there and we'll send you one out. 20 bucks. Yeah. And of course, if you've been enjoying the show, and we know you guys are because we see it in the comments and we see it on the on the stats, uh, w- please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Um, that's that's how we are able to keep track of 
you know, who, who's listening and, and what they're into and, and how we can uh, best reach you um, to, to get you this uh, positive content. So that's, that's the best way to keep up with it. And uh, let's talk a little about uh, who we got coming up here. So let's talk about some of the football guests who we got coming up. Well, I mean, we'll have um, in the future here coming up uh, Tank Johnson, um, former defensive tackle, defensive end in certain situations, played with him in Chicago with the Bears. Um, We'll also have uh, we'll have our guy, our guy, uh, Aaron Beasley. Returning champion Aaron Beasley. He'll be returning. Um, And uh, that's what we got on the docket football wise. Uh, We got some 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 hopefuls, David Tyree, a few others. Uh, but for right now, that's that's who's locked and loaded. Yep, we got we got May and June are going to be sick. So this week we had a little uh, reschedule, which is why we're coming to you with just kind of our thoughts today and what we're going, what we've been working on uh, in the past week here. Um, we've got a really awesome guest coming up on our next episode of the show, uh, Mr. Ben Cohen from Power Glove, guitarist from Power Glove and Ladder Math. Yes, dude, shreds yes. shreds gnar, unbelievable, um, and. Uh, Power Glove is a band that um, I'm sure you have probably heard of them. You just didn't realize that you had. Uh, they are the video game metal band, the mm-hmm. original video game metal band uh, before anybody else was doing it. And um, I've been following these guys around uh, since you know my my high school days back in you know I first saw them open for Dragon Force back in 2006. Um, nice and uh, cool story about Ben is. This is this is pretty. Uh, this is some cosmic canoe material here, Mr. Campbell. Mm-hmm. Back in about 2010, I saw a Craigslist ad in Boston um, looking for a drummer, and I reached out. And it was the, they were looking for it was a, 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 new, a new progressive metal band in Boston looking for a drummer, all brand new music, and they they had some some. And this was prior to Extractus, and um, I I sent an email and. The other per- person on the other end was Ben Cohen, and uh, he there was he was looking for a drummer for his band Ladder Math, and we were going back and forth for a little bit. Obviously, I'm down here in the Philadelphia area, up in Boston. It didn't work out at the time. Right. Then, obviously, my own medical complications that I had for a little bit derailed me, and then ultimately led me to Extractus. And then one day, I'm walking around the NAM floor, um, and I see because him and I have been friends on Facebook. And I saw he had posted a picture somewhere near where I was, and then I look mm-hmm. over. And uh, there he is. So I just went up to him. I was like, hey, dude, you know, we have this like a uh, weird connection here with the band and <laughs> ladder math. And I'm like, I, know, I see you're in Power Glove now. And then so we've been homies ever since. And uh, nice. it just shows that, um, you know, if, you know, you are on a path with the similar people and, and right. there's a lot of people on your path sometimes that you're going to run into multiple times. And you think about how big the the music world is and how many people are at that convention and uh just to, to to run into him by happenstance like that and, and make it work is really cool. So that's why. So he's coming on the show, and we're gonna be talking mm-hmm. about um, their music and and kind of what what uh, their goal is with that and how they came up with that idea. Um, and if, if you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, I'm gonna include it in the notes for the show. Some links to their music. Uh, it's it's awesome. And uh, Daryl, awesome. what did you think about it? I've always. Uh, had an affinity for video game music, uh, namely bands and and uh, composers who take the video game genre and improve upon it. Um, 
like Power Glove. Uh, I started with the ocremix.org uh, that was uh, a platform that's founded since 1999 where a lot of uh, it's, it, it's dedicated to the promotion of video game fan-based music. So I'm pretty sure if um, you haven't been on there recently or if you've never been on there before, you should go there now, check that out. And there are there, I believe there's some power glove titles. Uh, oh yeah, uh, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, going, going back that far. So, um, for sure, uh, their music to me is, is, is not just the fact that they shred music, um, uh, for video games. They do it for theme songs. They do it for, you know, uh, you know, uh, just about anything that you can put your mind to in a creative fashion. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's cool because it's almost like anything goes in nerd culture, and it's like it's not just like it's not just old video games. They have stuff like oh, yeah. the Power Rangers theme song, or oh, for sure, um, you know, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, mm-hmm. They do. Um, I'm sorry, not, not Nightmare on Elm Street. A, um, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, yeah. yeah, X Men cartoon themes, the Batman advent- Adventures of Batman and Robin. It's it's really cool stuff from like like I said, you know, like people our age that that. Those '90s kids uh, would love a lot of that stuff, and you know, Chrono Trigger, Ninja Gaiden, you know, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's Sonic. awesome, dude. Sonic, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they really, they take those songs that we all know, and they, they turn it into the most mind-boggling uh, metal. And uh, they, they have some vocals on some of the songs with some really talented guys. Mark Hudson from Dragon Force uh, is, is mm-hmm. on, is on the, the Pokemon theme, and. I, th- I think he's also on Under the Sea, mm-hmm. um, and and the one thing that I think is the is the best part about Power Glove is uh, well the name first of all is of course an homage to the classic NES um, accessory the Power Glove which oh, yeah. for the uninitiated was a glove with a built in controller uh, that you would wear and like your your fingers would control certain buttons and then there was a directional pad on it and they mm-hmm. had a movie tie in. And it's where that famous old internet meme comes from. He's like, the power glove. It's so right. rad. You know, that yeah. that whole bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the name is an homage to like the sickest piece of gaming, um, you know, accessory that's ever existed, in my opinion, in the power glove. Right. Um, but they, right. they do a live show where they've got, they're in full costumes, like, you know, Mega Man looking costumes, Mario costumes. They have like... Yeah. Six foot tall uh, piranha plants, you know, coming out of the <laughs> out of the amps, like it's it's insane. So really yeah. looking forward to having Ben on on the show uh, for for next week, and um, you know that's that's pretty much what we've got going on, and uh, we're really really excited about it. Super excited about Ben for sure. Excited about him and Power Club, man. Yeah, Still be happy. I mean, anytime you get uh, somebody who has that kind of shredding ability and um they're applying it to something like video game metal that's yeah that's certainly in the everyman wheelhouse oh for sure so that being said mr campbell mm-hmm. it has been a pleasure always brother jay and we will catch you all next week with ben cohen from power gloves later baby